The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and welcome to my first premiere show here on Unity Radio. I'm excited to be with you guys. I know we've got a lot of people listening in um, who said they'll be listening, and thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, I will be taking your calls, but hold on to you know, making any phone calls just yet because you don't know what questions I'm looking for yet. So, um, But write down this number, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. Keep that handy, and I will be asking for certain types of calls. Um, so just hold on a second because I do want to talk a little bit about um, – the purpose of my program here, you know, it's so funny how things work because uh, having a radio show right now was not on my vision board. It just, it really was. And there's a lot going on in my life at the moment. And that's probably like the last thing I would have thought to, to begin at this point in my life. Um, however, synchronistically, things came up, came together for this to happen. And um, I'm going to go with it because I, I, I'm know enough to listen to synchronicity and to let it take me where it needs to go. And um, I'm pretty excited um, to be able to share some things with you. Um, There's one thing I really, you know, as far as the intuitive life, um, and I came up with the name of that of the program, the intuitive life, because I think when we live life more intuitively, we live life more fully. Um, We tend to um, get away from living that way as we you know, go into adulthood. I think children are naturally intuitive, but we lose that and we can kind of get off track with that. And one of the things I I often will say in my development classes, I wish that uh, intuitive development, mindfulness was taught more in schools to children, um, to junior high, especially into high school, because I think it's sorely needed in this world um, for people to actually listen to their soul, their intuition, their gut. There's so many things pulling attention away from that and telling them that your, you know, what your gut says is wrong, what you feel is wrong, um, and telling us, telling everybody what they should think, hear, or feel. Um, so, so I, I'm hoping the, you know, my intention for this program is to hopefully validate for you where intuition is speaking to you, your own intuition is speaking to you, your spirit speaking to you, um, to understand what that language is and to have confidence in going with that, with that inner that maybe the outside world is telling you is wrong. 
or other people around you is telling you is wrong when your gut's telling you otherwise. So that's my intention for this program every single week. I'll be here every week, 3 p.m. Eastern. And um, so, you know, certain topics that will be coming up. It, you know, how to listen to your soul, mediumship development, intuitive development, um, and there's the awareness. And there's, there's so many relationships, things like that. There's a lot of things that anything that will help to help you live a fuller life is what I'm going to be focused on. So I hope you turn in, tune in every week with me. And um, I thank you again for everybody who's who's listening at the moment. Um, so. The one of the things I wanted to cover today, and I'm probably going to take up a good part of the show with this, uh, and, and that's not normally what I would do. So I just want you to know this is not typical for me. All right, this is just because it's the first program. Because um, oftentimes in my classes, students will ask me at the beginning of class, "How did you get into this? Like you, you seem normal." <laughs> like, and uh, they wonder, like, how, how did you even get to this point? And I oftentimes don't have t- uh, the time within a class to share what, how I got here and my journey here. And I know a lot of my students are listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, so I'm, at this point, I'm going to take the opportunity to share how I got here already. And, and the reason why I do that, and I, I, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is not to say, look at me, look what I can do, look look at my life, it's, isn't it amazing? That's not the case. And I often will say to my students, I share these things with you. I share my own experience with you because I don't think I'm all that unusual. And oftentimes, as I share different aspects of my journey, I will see heads nodding. There's 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 a recognition um, that that they see in my journey. All right. So um, again, I'm not that unusual, and I'm sure you'll see some things here, or you'll hear some things that I'm going to be sharing that you can resonate with as well. This is all. This is available to everybody. Intuition is available to everybody. You can also connect with spirit. Um, we we may all experience it in different ways and for different reasons, um, but it's it's part of us. It's who we are. And um, it's not meant for a, a certain num- certain number of people or the chosen few. I think it's available to everybody. All right. Um, and oftentimes people come to my class and say, I don't have a psychic bone in my body. What am I doing here? It's like, oh, yes, you do. It's just you may not experience the same way I do, but I often will try to help people to uncover how they sense it and, and to start to tune into it more. Ready? So. So the purpose of today's program, again, is just to share how I got here so that you can see how I got here. And um, one of the things that um, I, I will be covering over the next couple of weeks is intuitive children, like how to foster intuition in, with, with children and how to keep have them stay tuned in to their own um, light, to their own inner guidance. And that's one of the things like when um, – when I was growing up, I, I was very sensitive to energy. Uh, I used to sense um, energies in my room at night when I was going to sleep. Um, and I think when we're so young, the intuitive senses are so strong and they're much more integrated in with our physical senses in, in a way that we almost can't separate them. And, and as time goes on and we start to focus on the physical world and we're, we're led to focus more on the physical world and schooling and everything, um, that, that the intuitive senses start to get submerged and then we have to find it again. And so when I was young, I, I used to sense the spirit, you know, spirit energy in my room. I used to have, um, almost like visions of, you know, the night before when I, uh, and when think before things would happen and not anything traumatic or anything like that, but I would have 
um, just visions and, and snippets of, of information that would come into my awareness and the next day it would play out in front of me. So I'd have precognitive type of um, experiences. Um, I used to you know, sense energy around people and, uh, and I oftentimes would know uh, sometimes, well, a lot of times I would know what I get for Christmas. I know my mother said one time I'd always try to get something that wasn't on your Christmas list just to, just to shake things up a bit. And I kind of always knew what she was going to get me, even though it was on my wasn't on my list. Um, so I, I had some precognitive things there. And um, and I also had some experiences as well where I literally be walking, sleepwalking at night and having conversations with people in my house. And I had no recollection having conversations. Um, there was a, a friend of our families that used to live in the home and uh, in with us. And and the next day she would uh, at, you know answer questions. You asked me these questions last night and I looked it up in the encyclopedia. I just wanted to let you know what the answers were to the questions you were asking last night. And I said, what are you talking about? And. There was, there was a couple of times where I would sleepwalk and have a full conversation and, and ask her like deep questions about things. And then she would look them up for me. It was just the oddest thing. Um, and I had no no recollection whatsoever of doing this. Um, and also, you know, I was a kind of a weird child anyways. I still am at 51. But um, the I would I had a strong interest in ghosts and and past lives and ancient civilizations, um, Egypt, the Incas and the Mayans, uh, you know, and, I, and my mom made up a, a T-shirt one time for me that said ship to Cairo because I talked about Egypt so much. Um, like what kid, you know, <laughs> under the age of 10 actually does that? That would be me. Um, but, you know, as I as I grew up. I started to get away from all those things, and and the only indication during my teen years that this that I was highly sensitive was that I had a lot of anxiety as a teenager, a lot. It was um it was it was made me very um very quiet and shy. I would pull back from people, not because I didn't. I was really interested in people and talking to them, but I I could feel things so so much that I just had to pull back from people. So I'd be very isolated in a lot of ways. I had very close friends um, and a very small group of friends. Um, So, but as I grew up and I became a mom, I got married. Actually, let me backtrack that because I didn't, I didn't grow up wanting to become a medium. This is not something that I said, I want to go to school for anything. This was not on my radar at all. I didn't even think it was a thing at that back then. But I, you know, I started, I started out as a music major and, and then gravitated towards photography. So I did study photography. That was, that was my career choice at that point. Um, and it wasn't fine art photography. It was, uh, Portrait photography and commercial photography. And you know, the funny things, and the only reason why I'm mentioning this now, because something came back into my memory today that I haven't thought about in years. And, and I wanted to talk about synchronicity. But when I was in photography school, you know, we would do uh, work on commercial projects, you know, photographing businesses and creating brochures for them and things like that. And I remember one of my projects while I was in photography school was to create a brochure, photography, text and everything for a new age bookshop. <laughs> so, um, and I think back now, I was like, I totally forgot about that until just this very morning. It, it came into my awareness and I said, wow, 
I can't believe the synchronicity in that. This was back in the 80s, okay? So I remember being in this bookstore and doing my work, photographing it, putting it together, some PR work for them, you know, part of my schooling project. And I remember how fascinated I was with everything. I didn't understand it. I had no clue what it was all about. I thought the tarot cards were pretty, but I really didn't get it whatsoever, but I was really drawn to it. It was just by sheer synchronicity that I got that project. But um, so there's some foreshadowing there. Anyway, so I, you know, I ended up getting married, becoming a mom. And I think here's one thing. I know I've shared this with other mothers in my classes, and I, and I think some of you may, may agree with me on this. There's something about becoming a mother that heightens our intuition. And they, there's, a, there's a reason why they say mother's intuition, right? So, and I do think when we're present for someone coming into this world, that they bring a bit of the spirit world with them and we, we're a part of that as well. So, and the same with, with when you're present with people leaving this earth. I know um, if someone works in, I think some people who may be working in um, hospice or any, any end of life situations um, might agree with me that when people leave this earth, they leave a little bit of spirit with them as well with us. You know, so so when I became a mom, something happened, something shifted. I just felt like my awareness opened up quite a bit. At the time, I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was, but that's what happened. And um, so my anxiety came back quite a bit. And and so I was dealing with that. I had two children. In between those two children, I started having experiences with spirit um, just random things that would happen and it wasn't anything I was looking for I believe it's a, when, you, when you know, young moms will understand this or people who had you know parents of young children will understand when you're dealing with young children the last thing is on your mind is just getting through it's just getting through the day is on your mind you don't want to think about anything else um, so I had two young children and all of a sudden these things would pop out of the blue these this awareness and this is a funny story I remember um, when my first child was born and I was visiting a relative's house, my in-law's house. Um, and I was, went up to change, change my daughter's um, diaper before dinner. So I went up to a room upstairs in, in this house and I'm just focused on getting her changed, getting her dressed and getting back down to dinner. And while I'm up there and as I'm changing her and getting her dressed again, I, out of the blue, this woman came in to the room right like out of the and I it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse my language, but that's what happened, right? I know some of you are laughing. Um and I was like, what was that? Who is this? I scooped up my child who was happy and I ran downstairs to get my husband. I didn't want to create a scene. I'm like, you've got to come upstairs with me. There's a woman upstairs. <laughs> so He's like, what are you talking about? There's a woman. Just, I got to finish changing her. Will you come upstairs with me? There's a woman upstairs and I can't, I can't see her, but I know she's there. It was the weirdest thing. And tell him, I'm telling you, it was the last thing I would expect to even have an experience about. So he, I was so shaken up. He really, he did believe me. My husband's an engineer, so um, he's, you know, he's very analytical with these things, but he totally be believed me because I think just because of the way I was, I was responding. Um, but I literally knew that there was a woman standing right there in an instant. And, and I, and I saw her clairvoyantly. I didn't, at that time, I didn't know what that was, but I saw this woman clairvoyantly. I felt her, I felt the, I felt the, her love for the child that I was, I was changing the diaper. This would be grandchild. Um, I could see her clairvoyantly um, and I knew who she was. 
and I could feel the love coming from her in an instant, absolute instant. And I knew she was just checking out her new great grandchild. I knew it. Um, now, coming from now, I didn't have awareness of any of this. Can you imagine like what that was like for me at that point? Because I really didn't know. So little things like that would start to happen. So fast forward around 2000, no, 2003, 2004, um, anxiety and postpartum really got the best of me. All right. I was dealing with a lot of that and I can barely function. Okay, and I'm sharing this. I'm an open book. I'm sharing this because I know a lot of you will understand where I'm coming from with this. Um, so the so the anxiety I had plus plus I had the the depression and everything. And I really didn't want to go on medication. It was something I really wasn't um, keen on. Um, so I started meditating because it was the only thing I knew what to do. I really didn't know. I I just really didn't know what else to do. Was I was at a loss for anything, so I started meditating every single day for 20 minutes. The same guided meditation for six months, every single day. It was the one. It was my saving grace. It was the one thing I would look to. I'd hold on to, and I, it was my lifesaver actually. And I um so I, I did this every single day. This exact same meditation. I never strayed from it. And then one day. Um, 2004, 2004, um, this woman who had visited before, um, when my, when my young, my youngest or my old eldest was, um, just born, um, she came back and started chatting me up again. And so it was a bit more, um, a bit louder this time. So I'm hearing this clear audiently and I'll explain some of these things over the next several months, if, if several episodes i will explain how you how people receive information so if some of these words don't make any sense to you i keep tuning in every week i'll make sure that you know <laughs> so so i started hearing this woman chat to me again i could feel her censor everything and it took over my awareness so much that it kind of all encompassed my energy so much that i couldn't turn my attention away from her okay so my 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 teacher and my friend, my colleague, John Holland, would call me untrained medium at that point because you're just feeling everything. You can't control it. You don't have good boundaries of spirit. It's just there. You just can sense it. And that's where I was. At the, and I didn't know what that was. So it, it was probably a good week and a half of this of this person coming into my awareness off and on for a week and a half. Right. It was it was unbelievable. So wh what happened what happened then? I just think something, I think the the meditation that I was doing for six months, finally, at some point, I got to a certain vibration, I suppose, where I could pick up on that, on that, um, that frequency of that person. I think that person was probably always around us. Um, but I was able at that point, because I was meditating so much that I was able to tune into that frequency. And it came, it seemed to come on suddenly. Um, and that's probably what happened. So, so I'm having conversations with this person I can't see. And can you imagine from someone who really has no awareness of mediumship, spirit communication? And I didn't put two and two together with my interests with ghosts and things as a child. That none of that seemed to to register with me at that point. But so I had to figure out: Am I literally losing my mind here, or is there something more here? I, and so I struggled with getting should i get mental health or should i try to figure this out and synchronistically this this week and a half that i was experiencing spirit this is my big wake-up call this is the thing i've been talking about this is my wake-up call back in 2004 
um, synchronistically things happen so often those that week and a half that I couldn't deny it. I'm a very grounded, logical person, and I have to have logical things shown to me in order for me to to really get it, okay? So things just popping into my head, I, I would just kind of dismiss it as imagination. But there was more than that that was happening. I was feeling things, sensing things, hearing things. The physical world was starting to um, starting to reflect these things that were happening in my mind. So, um, so I couldn't deny it. And, 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 you know, there was, there was birds showing up in the weirdest spots. And I, it was, I can't, blinking lights, um, a book from John Edward happened to find me uh, during the synchronistically during this week. Um, and then I understood that point, like, okay, I, I read the book overnight, like in a couple of hours and lost a lot of sleep. And I said, this is what's happening. Now I understand. This is the experience I've been having. Then I delivered the message and everything, and it made sense. So um, kind of a short, you know, shortened version of what happened the week and a half. But it was, it, it really rocked my world. And I had to look further into what was going on. So I think we're coming, oh my goodness, are we coming to the top of the hour yet? I don't think so. Um, soon. So Anyway, so that's how I got started on this journey. That's what opened me up. That was my wake-up call. Um, anxiety and depression made me look for something more to help me to to help me that, and in turn, that opened me up to spirit. Um, so then, at that point, I had to. I wanted to learn everything I possibly could, and. So I started Googling things. Back then it wasn't Google. I think it was like AOL search or something, <laughs> something like that. So I like Google things like John Edward, things. That's the only person I knew who do that did this work. Hay House Radio came up on, on, my, on my search, and they were just launching Hay House Radio. So I started listening. And this was like a godsend to me, I got to tell you. It really was. Um, you know, I started listening to another medium on there. Uh, John Holland, and he ended up being one of my best teachers. And he he would talk he would talk about circles of wisdom. Circle, you got to go to circles of wisdom. It's my my favorite New Age bookstore. I had no idea what that was. So and then I found out it was only a few miles. It was just down the road, like two towns over from me. I was like, I got to go check this place out. So I started going to classes there, development circles. This was back 2005. I started going to development circles at. Um, in meditation, everything at um, Circles of Wisdom. They started finding teachers, Rita Berkowitz, Patty Sinclair, John Holland, um, I, all these things. So, um, And then not too long after I started uh, going to classes, out of the blue, Circles of Wisdom offered me a job. So and I was like, I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. So I started working there behind the counter, um, checking people in for classes, helping helping out in the store, um, continuing to take classes while I was there, reading every book I can get my hands on. Can you imagine being in that space of wanting to learn so much and being surrounded by books and teachers coming in out all the time? It was a godsend for me, I gotta tell you. So um, 
so gradually over the, the next year or two, I started doing psychic fairs. And if you're developing medium psychic, do psychic fairs. I know it's kind of hard to do them right now in the traditional sense of like getting into a big room with lots of people around you. But it's like the best training ever. I did 10 years of psychic fairs and done a ton of readings that way. And, and I would highly recommend it, okay, if you're a developing medium. That's what I did. So fast forward. All these years, a lot of stuff happened in between, but now I'm a working intuitive medium and teacher. And I just kind of followed the breadcrumbs, just followed the breadcrumbs of synchronicities. There's a lot more in between, but I'll share these things over you know, the next several months as we, um, as I share some, some insight, but that's how I'm lit. So my journey is, it, it didn't, it didn't just happen here. I've been, I've been on this journey for 15, 16 years or so in earnest. Um, so anyway, I will be taking your calls today. And if you have, if you're waking up or you're starting to, you know, starting to sort of develop your awareness, I would love to answer your questions if you have questions about that and how I can help you with that. Okay. Um, we're all on the same path here. We may, it may express itself differently, I think, spiritually, but um, I would love to be able to help you. So if you have a question about that, absolutely call in. Um, not right. Yep. We're going to take calls after the break. Um, and also I, I would be fine with doing an intuitive or mediumship reading as well, but I really would like to focus on questions in this, in this episode, if we can, about how to help you, um, as you wake up and as you get more in tune with your own intuition and spirit. Okay. So one of the things I do want to talk about, um, before we take calls, I do want to talk about what what to watch out for as you develop. That's one of the things that I think is really important. I, I want to share with you the things I wish I knew when I was opening up. Okay. Um, it's not easy when, when you're opening up spiritually. Okay. It, it, it can, it can really change things in a way that you don't see the world, anything in your life the same. And it's good to have support with that. All right. Um, so, I got another, if we go, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, wow, we're coming up on the break in just a minute. So I want you to stick with me in the next half an hour after the break. Um, I want to share with you some of the things to watch out for as you're waking up, as you're working on your spiritual path. And as well, I would, I'd like to take your calls if you have any questions regarding that as well. Already, So stay tuned. This is Laura. Worcester and the Intuitive Life radio program. Thank you very much for listening and stick around for after the break and the phone calls if you want to uh, if you'd like to call in is 816-251-3555. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, so today we're talking, I just wanted to introduce myself in the beginning of the half an hour, but this, the second half, we're going to be talking about, you know, what is it that you're struggling with in your life right now as far as your intuitive connection? Are you waking up and you're, you need some direction with that? Um, let me see if I can help you. All right. So the number here is 816-251-3555. So one of the first things I wanted to share before I go to the callers is, you know, the things that when I look back 
what was it that I wish I knew when I was struggling with that? Okay. And, and I just want to say very first thing, and, and I kind of alluded to this in the beginning before the break, when, when I had this experience, it seemed it really did happen overnight. And in an instant, everything changed. Okay. My percep- perception of the world changed. Okay. And as time went on, as time went on, I started to see things so differently um, because what I thought was true in my life, I found out wasn't as far as what, how the world actually worked, because all of a sudden what I was used to, how I used to understand energy as a child and how I used to feel energy, that all came flooding back. So it didn't, it was, you know, I could pass some of those things off as sort of childhood fancy kind of things and thinking, oh, that was my only, you know, that was only my imagination, those things I used to hear, see and feel when I was a kid. But I couldn't do that anymore. So I had to look at life very differently. So it affects your relationships. It affects your sense of purpose in life. Um, You see yourself differently. Um, And, you know, and this happened over a few years, you know, how this all started to play out. So the one thing I will say, definitely ask for help. All right. At counseling is wonderful. I started to go to a therapist. Um, I think I went for it's hard to find a good therapist nowadays. So stick it out. If you can't if if you have to change therapists, do you find one that you feel comfortable with? Please do that. They're they're invaluable. You have to find a good therapist. Um, I think it's really important, especially if you're waking up spiritually. There's so many things you're going to want to sort out and unpack. OK, and I don't mean to it, it really is important and, and it helped me immensely. I think, and I think when I went into counseling um, with my therapist, it was probably a good year before I even mentioned, I think I'm hearing dead people. <laughs> it took a whole year for me to say something because I was so scared how she was going to, I thought she might like tell me that something's wrong, that I should get evaluated. Um, but I spent a whole year sort of unpacking all these things that I was experiencing in my life and how things I never, I things feel differently now. And when I finally did admit to my therapist, I said, I think I hear, I'm hearing dead people. Um, she goes, oh, is that all? It's like, really? <laughs> okay. And then she goes, things are starting to make a lot more sense now. So she she really knew, she kind of knew what was going on, but she, I think she was waiting for me to catch up with that. <laughs> so, so it's really good to find someone who is maybe in um, spiritually aware in some way but I didn't I didn't look for that just happened to work out that way find a community is really important too to find like-minded community Um, that's one thing that I really found helpful um, for me because I was able to find circles of wisdom which is um, the new age bookstore uh, here in in, uh, now they're in Methuen Massachusetts uh, community is wonderful. I also found an online presence of, of a group that um, were phenomenal. People really open to this. A very grounded group as well. They kept me they kept me grounded as I grew, and I'm still in touch with some of them today. Um, learn everything you can, and and you might find I know some of you will understand this, especially some of my students who are listening. When you start opening up, you want to learn everything. You pick up every book, you take every class, uh, you do, you, you meditate for an hour every day, and it's like, and you kind of just go off the deep end with it. And you know, there's a place for that. And I, I was there too. I get it. Um, and so, but, but it's good to have many different teachers. All right, and just see what resonates with you. You're gonna, you, you'll take classes, and you go, you know what? Something doesn't. That, that that's not for me. You'll say that I tried that class, but it's not for me. And it's okay to let that go. And, and, and I 
and try not to stick with just one teacher because if you get a multiple number of teachers, they'll teach you so many different things and, and give you different um, aspects and different um, viewpoints. And then it, you can develop discernment along the way. And, and so you know who resonates with you and who what feels true to you. So learn many things, many teachers. Um, and also another thing, too, that I did, I... I you kind of have to make a conscious effort to remain in this world. I think the spirit world, um, the world of spirit and, and the, uh, all this is so much fun, you know, the crystals, all those things, I get it, but it can really, it can almost become an escapist, um, thing for us. You know, they, we, you know, we just talk to crystals all day. It, you can't do that. (laughs) Um, it's fun for a time, but don't stay there. Um, really take, keep a grounded, an effort to stay grounded in this in this world okay so pay attention to your family it's one thing i wish i was i felt so isolated because no i couldn't really express to the people around me what i was going through and these are the people who were in my house or people i worked with and I, luckily when i once i started going in circles of wisdom i had those people to, to lean on but the people who knew me the most who were in my own family i couldn't really express to them what i was going through because it was just impossible to express it there wasn't there were no words for it so try to stay consciously connected to your family it's it's easy to say oh my god they, they just don't understand me and then just walk away or or just kind of isolate yourself and try to stay grounded and i guarantee you in the long run it will help you in this work all right stay 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 human <laughs> okay um so I am going to go to a caller. I want to take some questions. Again, we're taking calls 816-251-3555. If you're having any questions about development and and you're going through your own wake up, just let me know. Alrighty. So I'm going to go to, I want to see Megan in Wisconsin. Let's bring her on. There we go. Hey, Megan. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Thank you. So what's your question for today? So I was calling because I, you know, I've, I've felt like I've been, um, like since childhood, like you, I feel like I've had experiences, but it got shut down. But then it, um, when I was 16 years old, I had a near life death experience where I had, um, everything kind of opened back up again, where spirit mm-hmm. came back in, and then things got closed down again. And then this past March, um, my nephew passed away, and everything opened up immensely again for me. And I decided to, I saw um, a medium, and I started to work with my gifts, and I'm feeling very disconnected again, and I don't know how to keep that mm-hmm. connection open. You know, I've been doing the meditation and like the different things, but I feel like it's very like up and down. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had any insight onto that or good question. What to do? Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss for your nephew. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, and oftentimes, you know, when when tragedy like that, um, it, it opens it up spiritually, right? And, and it and we get and like I said in the very beginning, sometimes when we're when we lose somebody, it's almost like they they connect us to the spirit world because we've got somebody over there now right so yes and when my nephew passed it felt like all like um i was having like mediumship communication with other people and that was very new for me 
Um, so that piece was very, very new. Um, and I've been doing like development classes and stuff, but things just have felt very, very disconnected lately. And I'm not sure this roller coaster of it is kind of yeah, that's normal. Hard. That's, it's hard to navigate. Yeah, it is. And it's it, we would love to be able to sort of get into that current of spirit and just stay there and always have the same connections all the time and always connect in the same way. That um, doesn't happen that way, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, there's so many reasons for that. Uh, so are you feeling disconnected just on a daily basis or as you're working in development? Um, I feel disconnected sort of kind of on a daily basis. And, you know, it'll it never feels like it's intentional. You know, when I try to make that connection, I don't feel like I'm trying to make it um, intentional. But when it happens, it feels very, like, sporadic. It doesn't, it's not when I'm trying to connect and do a reading or ask about myself. Um, and I have a really hard time connecting for myself. It's a lot easier for me to connect and help somebody else. But when it's oh, yeah. myself, I kind of feel like I hear crickets. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you say connecting for yourself, do you mean intuitively or with spirit, like to, to connect with your nephew? Is that what you mean? Um, No, more with spirit, like with spirit and intuitively. Like, I don't feel like I can read myself. Um, yeah, yeah. But I feel like yeah. I can, if somebody else were to ask me to connect with them, I can do that, but I can't make the connection myself and I feel like it's just very weak right now it just feels like it's barely there okay well there's there's a lot of things that can affect our, our connection with our own intuition and our in spirit and it could be um you know it could be health wise it could be um there's a lot going on right now for you um I know that it it's when life is chaotic it's not as easy to really get into that energy very easily um so there could be a number of different reasons why this happens. And, and I just want to preface this by saying, too, and I often will tell my students, the way that we sense spirit right now, today, the way we sense anything psychically is always changing, always changing. Just when you get used to working a certain way, you'll learn something new or you'll sense something differently or you'll start to receive information differently. It's ever evolving. So don't get too comfortable with with um, this, the same way of communicating, all right? It's just always gonna be evolving. So kind of let go of that, okay? Um, okay. All right, and and I have to say too, the energies right now that's kind of you know happening, um, I, I really believe the energies in the world also affects communication as well. Um, so there's, there's so many variables that affect um, our connection. Um, our, our health, our, are we too tired? Um, are we maybe focused too much on this work? It's good to always step back sometimes um, if you feel like it's it, sort of like a reset, you know. Um, I'm not mm -hmm. really sure exactly what, what's going on with you in particular, but it could be a number of those things. Also, you said you're just sort of, you're just sort of opening up right now. You kind of, it, this has only been a couple of years, right? Yeah, yes, it's only been a couple of years. The more you work with it, the more consistent it gets. All right. And it was, so, it was one thing that was a little confusing for me, too, is like I really felt like I was being pulled in this direction. Yeah. So I, kind of, mm -hmm. I made a career change and I really felt like everything like I really felt like everything was going like I could feel the connection. I could feel like I was making the right choice. And now I kind of feel like mm -hmm. was that the right choice. <laughs> Like so looking you, back, because I feel I'm not sure if like I'm doing the right thing or is that connection lessening because I'm not on the right path? Oh no. So okay. So what what did you change to? What's your new career? 
I was in nursing. I was okay. in nursing, and um, I just haven't felt connected to it. I felt like there was something different that I needed to do. Um, I worked in hospice, and I had the connections that I made with my hospice patients were just unreal. That was just my thing. I just had a, I could just connect with them differently, and now I know why. Um, and then I saw a medium in January, and she totally, it was amazing because it was the first time in my life that I could go to someone and not have to explain everything. She just yeah. knew what I was going through. Yeah. And um, that was when I felt like, I guess, brave enough to leave the nursing profession because it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't making me happy. And I was pursuing, um, I pursued Reiki, um, and I've been doing different courses um, to develop my mediumship and intuitive gifts. And I felt like everything was, you know, I was uh, slowly progressing. And then lately, it just feels like it's come to a complete stop. And I don't know if I'm like totally missing something. No, or you know, I haven't really changed anything. I just feel like, I don't know, <laughs> I kind of feel like, where is everyone? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So so you left, Julie, you left your job and you're, you're studying this full time is what it sounds like. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, yeah. So, so sometimes I, I just get the sense sometimes when we, when we, we want to make it happen quicker than what it's meant to be. Okay. And, and I know it, and it's, I know you had some strong connections with spirit before and you're developing and everything, but you kind of have to let life kind of let you rise into mediumship. It's not okay. something we can reach for. All right. And, and I'm not telling you to like not go for this and not to continue to study. That's not where I'm going here. We have to sort of let it kind of rise within us and to rise into our, into our awareness. So it could indicate, I'm not saying this is the case with you. It just could indicate that maybe to take a different tact with it, maybe work, work it differently. Maybe you said you're studying Reiki as well. Yep. Yep. I'm a Reiki master. I did Reiki. um, I've been doing that for a little bit, but then when I did my Reiki, uh, when I studied the Reiki, it really opened up my mediumship even further, which made me think, okay, this is really right. This is what I should be doing. Yeah, and, and I've and done. Have, yeah, okay, yeah I've okay. done a, some readings. Oh, it's okay. I've done readings, and they've, you know, everything's gone really well. But something still, just lately, it just seems like it's been fizzling, mm-hmm. fizzling out. And I'm not sure if spirit's trying to take me down a different yeah. path. And it it could just be indicating that you that sometimes we try too hard because you've you've made a choice to make this a career at this point is what it sounds like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we have now we have to make it work. Because yeah, and like you, it wasn't like this wasn't planned out. Like I never oh, had no, plans to no. do this, but it just felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, and I understand that. And I understand it does, but it doesn't mean it's going to be 100% all the time. That you're going to be tuned in and, and it's going to be flowing 100% all the time. It it doesn't work that way. Um, I, I just think you need more development. That's all. But I also kind of I'm getting the sense too of bringing bringing some more grounded activities into into your life as well to actually step away from this um do, do you do this like every day do you in development every day in some I way? do yeah yeah I, I I just I feel I'm feeling as I as I tune into your energy I'm looking at your aura I'm like she needs more groundedness <laughs> um you'll actually find that it will help more to step away from it okay in the long run 
Okay. And it, I know okay. that. And that, that makes sense. No, it makes sense because I've kind of got that. And I'm like, okay, step away like completely or just no. like I need to take a step back from this. You know, it, it's been hard and I've tried to like further ask like, okay, what do you mean by this? But it's like I said, yeah. it's just been a little quiet, but that makes sense. Like maybe just yeah. need a break. Is that, exactly. And it's, it's kind of like trying to let go of the expectations of where this is going. All right. Um, and it's not the typical career choice. You go to a four-year college, you get the degree, and then you go out and you know you get your license and you do these things, right? It doesn't work that way. Um, you really do have to sort of rise into mediumship. It, it it it's not something can be forced. It can't follow a timeline that's ours. It has to evolve. So when things start to get quiet, you start to hear crickets. It's it's to me, for me personally, it, it may be different for other people. It's an indication to step back, even for a day. Could be a week. Take a vacation from it. Um, to kind of turn away from this work. Um, I, I have so many books on, on mediumship and I'm always reading them all the time. I'm like, I'll pick up a book, a fiction book that has nothing to do with spirit or development. I have to turn my attention elsewhere. I'll watch a comedy show. I'll watch a documentary that has nothing to do with these things. Shift your attention to the physical world for a while. All right. Okay. And oftentimes Thank you. you. It's some, It'll, it'll sort of cleanse your palate in a way and get you a different perspective. And and it will allow yourself to um, to let mediumship let you know what's next. It will tell you. It will lead you where you need to be. All right. It's gotten you this far. So trust it to let, let you let you get it the rest of the way, get you the rest Thank of the way. Thank you so much, Laura. All right. I hope that makes sense. No, it totally makes okay. sense. And I feel like that's exactly what I need to be doing. So I just Perfect. Okay. somebody somebody to tell me again. <laughs> So thank you so much. Very good. You're very welcome, Megan. Stay in touch and thank you for listening. Okay. For I will. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. The next call I'd like to go to, let me see. Tondra? I think it's Tondra. Are you there? Hi. Let's see. I don't know if she's Hello. There. Oh, hi. Is it Tondra? Is, am, I, am I saying that right? Yes. Hi. Oh, hi. You? Welcome. Thanks for calling. What can I help you with today? Okay. So you were explaining your story in terms of um, having the anxiety and um, after you had your children, you, you were more, felt like you were more open to spirituality or each other. Well, mm -hmm. it seemed like I'm going through the same thing. Um, right now I'm seeing a um, therapist because mm -hmm. I think I'm having so much anxiety, and I'm on medication, but at the same time, I really didn't want to take medication because of the side effects. But um, I just don't know what to do in terms of trying to develop mine. Okay. So I'm like, what, what suggestions do you have for me? Okay. So there's a couple of things that's going on. Obviously, I always have to say, I have to preface this because we're talking about medications and things. I'm not a doctor, so I can't give you that advice. But I'm going to share right. my experience about with that. Okay. For me, it helped. Okay. I'm not, I'm not on meds anymore, and I haven't been for at least over a decade or more um, for, for antidepressants, right? Um, mm -hmm. But I have to tell you, it helped me then. Okay. So it, it's, it, there's, I'm not saying not to take them. And that's not that wasn't mm -hmm. the advice I was trying to, to bring on here, but it just it was I worked toward you know I did the therapy I did the meditation to to 
to control my anxiety, all these things. And then gradually I was able to, to wean myself off of it with the help of a doctor. And so I wasn't on them very long. It was just enough to sort of, to stop the free fall is the best way. Mm -hmm. So, so I could take a, take a breath and look around and take stock of what's happening. Okay. Okay, So, so um, a lot of, um, like I'm experiencing a lot of things like the synchronicities. I'm having a dream visitation. Yeah. yeah. Um, loved ones. And I'm going through a lot in terms of trying to develop my mediumship. Um, mm-hmm. But I just didn't know if that could be part of it. Of why I think so. It, absolutely. And that's one of the things I think is sometimes um, I think in the sense of spirit oftentimes when I sense spirit, it's almost the feels like anxiety to me because it, 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 my heart starts to race. And um, it, so I start, I start, I start to feel like it's, it's almost a similar feeling to me. It may be different for you. So it could be part of that. It could be indicating that you're, you're sensing spirit. Um, so I, I would take it, you know, take it one step at a time, you know, to go, go with the therapy, listen to the doctor about with the med, with the medications and then start a meditation you haven't already. That's like really key here already. Yeah, you I get, have been doing okay. guided meditation, but not consistently. Yeah, consistency is really key, I find. And also, one of the first things I would say as you develop is take an energy class, take a Reiki class. I, I would recommend yeah. it to anybody who wants to get into this work because it, it, it you, you start to understand where your energy ends and other people's energy begins. And when you're, fr- yeah. when you're re- very empathic and you pick up everybody else's energy, it's important to know where that, where that boundary is because we feel everything. Right. We're like, we're like psychic, psychic lint rollers. We walk through life picking up everybody's energy and, and you feel like you got to fix everybody. And um, so, yeah, you know, beautiful we'll keep practicing with that yeah, keep practicing okay. okay and the more you work with that and just like our last caller she said she was starting to open up mediumistically as a medium through mm-hmm. her energy work really get into the energy work the, the energy work as you work with other people as a, as a mm-hmm. Reiki practitioner you're not only helping them you're not only facilitating their healing you're facilitating your own as you move through this depression, move through postpartum, it's gonna. It, you're part of this co- equation. You're you need to rise while you're helping other people. And if you don't, if you don't help yourself while you're helping other people, it starts to get a little bit out of whack. So don't don't try to rush things too much. Um, mm-hmm. Work with work. Go to go to Reiki shares the best. Well, obviously the best way you can at this point is not too you know, socially distanced ones. I, and really trust it. Don't try to rush it. Um, you, I promise you, if you really, really work with that type of energy, you'll start. You'll understand um, mediumship and the connection, your connection to spirit, so much more. Already. Okay. And I, um, I do know that I know I need to be grounded as well. <laughs> yes, being grounded is very okay. good. You're, you're, you'll be fine. I promise, you'll be fine. But um, so <laughs> okay. yeah. And so at some point. Once, you know, once you start really opening up and, and like really sensing spirit and then take a psychic development class first, that's really important, okay, to okay. help you really understand how you perceive energy and how what the, the symbols are, how you, how you pick up energy, how you receive that information. That's the groundwork for mediumship. And if, once you've got that and you've got a good sense of what a psychic connection is, gradually right. start to work into that, to the mediumship connection, because it's important to know the difference. Okay. Okay. 
And yes, I've taken right. a, a few of John Holland's classes as well. Beautiful. So I'm, I'm definitely in tune to all of that. But I thank Great. you so much, Lord. I love you. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling in. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great afternoon. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. So let's see. We've got maybe, oh, we don't have enough time for another caller. I'm so sorry. I know we've got other people on the line. We've got Canada calling in. Um, Can you try next week, okay? I'll try to get to you next week, I promise. And I will give you you a mini reading like you're asking for, okay? A few other people dropped off there. So, Again, in the coming weeks, thanks everybody for tuning in today and apologize for my um, miscommunication with the timing here. I'll get better at that, Jeff. <laughs> so tune in next, the next couple of weeks. I've got some things about, I'll be talking about how to understand when spirit is connecting with you and how they're saying hello to you. And also I'll be talking about psychic kids. How do you, how do you foster an intuitive awareness with your children? How to Actually, kids are naturally intuitive anyways, but how do you foster that in them so they don't grow out of it, that they, they keep it, all right, as they grow into adulthood. All right, so I'll be offering some insight around that as well. Got some great guests coming up. I've got John Holland coming up next month, um, spirit artist Joe Scheel. I got a few other guests that are coming on as well, um, energy an energy healer, um, it, Akashic Records, so much coming up. So I want you to stay tuned. Make sure you, if you would like to subscribe to my email newsletter, so you can get the email to let, to, as a reminder that I'm going to be on the air on Mondays, uh, just go to my website, lauraworcester.com and sign up for my newsletter there. Or you can follow me on Instagram, intuitivelaura. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.